It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Good morning, Headspacers. It is another day. What's up, Christy? What's up? Christine. What's up, Dr. Mike? You are in a good mood this morning. <laughs> I'm in a good mood today. You know, we are in the middle of August. I first of all just want to give a shout out to all of those who are tuning in via our live broadcast on Saturday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. What's up, Kevin from Denver, one of our presidents of our fan club. We love you so much, <laughs> Kevin. Thank you so much. Uh, definitely want to just welcome you all to our live broadcast. Those of you who are tuning in live, make sure you let us know that you're here in the chat. Make sure you share and like, send it out, send the word out. We want to make a we want to make a bigger headspace nation. We also want to give a shout out to those of you who tune in via our podcast. Our podcast uh, broadcast literally we send it out right after the show. We used to do it when we waited till Sunday, but said why. Why wait? Why, till, wait? why wait till Sunday? Let's just put it out right after the show. Absolutely. And so we go ahead and put it out there. We're on everything: Spotify, um, uh, Google, <laughs> Apple. You could just go ahead. You and name Google. it. You name it. Yes. <laughs> um, you can go ahead and just Google Headspace with Dr. Mike, and you will find us. Go ahead and send that out. We have listeners all over the place, so we just want to welcome you all. Also, want to give a special shout out to our folk at Elevation Global Media Group. Thank you so much. The Mothership, you were the ones that helped us give birth to Headspace with Dr. Mike. And we are so grateful for you all. Special shout out to President Ferguson and all that fun stuff. Christy? Yes. It's a lot speaking of on. Speaking of presidents. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> you, ready to, you, ready, you ready to just dive on in, huh? My, my, hey, might as well. I mean, I mean we're here. Liz Cheney said, you know what? That's okay. Maybe yeah. I'll run for president. <laughs> Liz, Liz, Liz. She lost her seat in um in Wyoming. She did. She lost, and you know, it, it wasn't like a little loss either. It no. was no, it was pretty significant. Was... Okay. And I try not to talk about people. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. I try not to talk about people. I'm not that kind of guy. But the lady that beat her, she looked, she looks like she has a lot of plastic inside of her. <laughs> She has a lot going on. Now, now, Mike, what does it have to do with politics? I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, look, that's why we call this segment Petty Politics, right? Because I just, she just, I mean, it's just like, she looks like, she looks like she's like inevitably going to be the Joker. Like she just has this, this natural, just that just sits there. Unnatural. Yeah. Unnatural, natural. natural. <laughs> yeah. But you know, um, she is a she's a supporter of um you know who and mm-hmm. um, that that was a big thing out in Wyoming. I guess she just really tore her drawers out there with them, you know, just with everything <laughs> oh that gosh. she's been <laughs> that my mama, was, that's how my, a saying my mama does. Yeah, about yes. to tore drawers. <laughs> yeah. But um okay, so I do want to talk about this though, because all right, so we have like it's kind of amazing that like ever since January 6th, the whole situation January 6th, she all of a sudden like is a hero. But to be honest with you, 
Did we really like Liz Cheney before that? He said, that- no, no, we didn't. We didn't like yeah. her. But but yeah. she she's acting, she's she's acted as if she's had sense okay. since that. And therefore, okay. therefore, I'm not gonna say she has an invitation to the cookout, mm-hmm. but let's just say we might send her a plate. <laughs> might send her a plate. We might, might send her a plate. Might send her a plate. Um but because she she it, at the when the rubber meets the road, right is right, mm-hmm. wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, and no matter mm-hmm. what your politics are, mm-hmm. you need to land on the side of right. And if that's what she's done in this situation, I like I like how you said that because I think that's important. That's an important note for our our listeners. Mm-hmm. While we may feel the way we feel about politics, that's the beauty of politics. Just because you feel a certain way about it doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong. It just means that you and I don't see eye to eye on it. But when it comes to some things, right is right and wrong is wrong. And I, I think you're right. When it comes to the January 6th thing, there's, I mean, there's no gray area about that. Like Mm-mm. that whole situation was just a mess. I don't care what color your skin was. I don't care who you are, where you were from. It just, it was wrong. Like that whole situation was not right. Mm-hmm. All right, and, I, I can rock with that. Yeah. So in that case, you know, Liz gets a a plate from the cookout. She okay. gets a plate. We'll wrap it in some aluminum mm-hmm. foil for her, so she can enjoy. Um, and you know, I, I she has now made it. I mean, I think that this her loss has clearly emboldened her. She's like, okay, yeah. Now I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do to make sure that Trump never sees the White House again. Um, if that means running for office therefore that you know so be it don't know how well she would do just i don't know a lot of independents might go her way so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know there's mm -hmm. there's a chance Mm -hmm. um but you know she's just emboldened and um i i I support her in in that because i just don't think that that 40 45 was uh a good fit for what we needed to happen in our country mm-hmm. overall okay. i mean there were some positive things but yeah overall, yeah yeah you know. overall yeah i got you i got you um with that you know while we're still talking about the politics we're talking about 45 um there's not really a lot of uh updates on what's happening with his situation i mean now it's just you know it's just a place marker in the news except the department of justice had to appear before the court to determine <laughs> if they were going to keep the affidavit and the, the stuff sealed about what it was that really made it so that the uh the go into the house i forget what it's called the the search in in, yeah. in, in the house and um the judge did rule that some information is going to have to be released and so i think there's a time limit on whether or not what they can redact what their plan is of, mm-hmm. for that but some information is going to come out fairly soon so i'm a little worried about it i'm not going to lie because um i'm worried because you know if you release who the FBI agents are, all they were doing was doing their job. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel about that, they were just doing their job. Like they, like you and me, they have bills to pay. They have families to take care of. They have responsibilities. And just because I don't necessarily like the assignment does not mean I can just say, well, I'm not going to do my job. Right. Right. And unfortunately there is a small portion of our population who they kind of take those things personally. Yeah. And so I'm not I am not excited about the fact that there's a chance that like those names can be released. Um, I'm not excited that some of the information um, of what they were looking for could be released, you know, for the sake of, of security purposes. Um, but at the same time, you know, I do I do believe that 
for the spirit of transparency, I mean, the the more you can release within reason, I don't think it could hurt. It. I mean, it may not, it may hurt some things, but I just feel like we kind of at that state where we need that. Yeah, yeah, it's this we there's been enough enough happening in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we need mm-hmm. to know what's going on, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of you know commentary and and speculation. Mm-hmm. We need facts, so mm-hmm. this will help you- with that. I got a question for you, Christy, and, and and maybe we need to bring a historian on to kind of talk about this. But um, I take uh, my leadership class to Gettysburg every year, and uh, we do like a a day in 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 the, in the national battlefield. And so, as many of you know, Gettysburg was uh, one of the um, battles of the Civil War. Um, some tried to argue that it was one of the turning points of the Civil War. It really wasn't, but it was a high watermark moment mm-hmm. in the Civil War uh, because anytime. Um, the um, Confederate troops made their way into Union territory. It kind of turned the tide. Um, one of the things I thought was fascinating about it, and there's a reason why I'm sharing all this. One of the things I thought was fascinating, because I've, I've done this several years, and every year I, I get something new. But one of the things our tour guy talked about was there were many people who by the time it got to like that point of Gettysburg, where they were up north, mm-hmm. the soldiers from the south, actually, they were kind of, um, puzzled about it because originally they signed up to defend their land in the South, defend their rights in the South. Mm-hmm. They didn't sign up to like try to invade the North, right? So mm-hmm. what happened was once they got to the North, it was almost like, wait a minute, time out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign up for all this. Like I was just trying to make sure my house was okay down there. And my, you know, I could keep my slaves, which we know we didn't like that part. But when it came time for them to go to the north, they were kind of, eh, I don't know about that. And that was mm-hmm. that was very fascinating to me. But one of the things that really struck me while I was there, and it just made me wonder, Christy, are we on the verge of a civil war in our country? And I know that's a heavy question, but I just look at how just we are not talking the same language. I think that it's an unfortunate strong possibility. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's gotten worse and worse yeah. and the division has widened. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you got states talking about, you know, breaking themselves, you know, apart from mm-hmm. the US. And I mean, this is just craziness. Yeah. But at this point, I don't take anything. I don't, I don't think anything's too far fetched because this yeah. world, this society, is out of control. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Gary. Oh, a high school. I mean, a college, uh, college classmate of mine. Well, we, I think we went to college. I don't know if we were classmates together, but we went to college together. What's up, Gary? How you doing, buddy? Mama is listening. Good to see you, Mama. Good to see you. Definitely good to see you. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Yeah, I just, you know, it was one of those things as I was standing, I was just like, man, are we really on the verge? Like, it's just, I feel like we're just not talking the same language and the rhetoric that just keeps coming out is just unfortunate. And, you know, I mean, you know, we are unapologetically um, Christian folk, right? And so we we do have that, even though Headspace is not fully a Christian show. One of the things that, you know, we know about the Bible is that, um, you know, the book of Revelation is real and there is a time when things are going to come to an end. And one of the things that many have said is that America is not really something that's mentioned in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. It's not something that's mentioned. Um, and so, I mean, who knows what's, what the future is. And, I, and by the way, for all listeners, I'm not saying that the rapture is going to happen tomorrow, although it could. 
The rapture can happen while we're we broadcasting. We know the day now. of the hour. Yeah, the day of the hour. We know it. it we know it's going to happen. Um, but what we do know is that um, we don't know when it could happen, but we do know it's going to happen. But I don't want you thinking, oh my gosh, Doctor Mike thinks that like we're going to break out in war tomorrow and America is going to be like gone. But I do believe that um, if it were to happen, we're starting to see the. If people were to look in history and look back, they're like, "Oh yeah, we saw when it kind of was, <laughs> mm-hmm. when it kind of was coming together." So, one more thing before we go before we go in this segment of petty politics, there's something going on in Russia. Um, Russia's doing some giveaway. Yeah, let me <laughs> giveaway. Yeah, let me let me just pull up the the headline. Uh, Russia is offering a hero's medal and sixteen thousand dollars to women who have ten kids. Oh my! Because apparently their population in Russia is aging, dying you think? out. You think right? They're dying out, and so they are offering. It's called the Mother Heroine Award. Oh! And uh, this is for there's some stipulations clearly um, that that all the children uh, are raised at an appropriate level of care, all being alive, aside from those who are killed in military or civic service. Um, you don't get the award or the money until the la- the tenth child is one year old. Oh. Um, so yeah, sixteen thousand dollars is apparently equivalent to a million Russian rubles. Oh. I was thinking sixteen thousand dollars. That's not enough to raise a half a child. What right. In the world? A ten. <laughs> right. Um. So that's a, a equivalent to one million Russian rubles. Um. Huh. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? That's fascinating. I mean, that's how you do it, though. You try to encourage. I mean, it's, I have so many questions. I, I'm trying to figure out if I was a little younger <laughs> and if the U.S. was saying, Christy and Rob, we'll give you a million dollars to have 10 Russia. kids. That's not enough money. No, 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 not Russia. Oh, okay. If, okay. In, in, in America, if they did okay. this. Uh, I'm like, like, yo, you have to bump that up. We need. Ten million dollars for ten yeah. kids. Come to think of it, though, I mean, don't we? Now I'm not an accountant, but don't we like get tax credits for having kids? Though, like, we get yeah. credits for kid per kid, I mean, right? Yeah, I think it's the way you're. You're right. It's the way this is being positioned. But we don't. That's that's if you, you know if you have the kids. That's not saying, oh, please have the kids and you'll get this award. And you'll and, get it for having. The yeah, kids. right. It's that's different. Yeah, but, that's yeah. true. I yeah, that's fascinating. Well, I wonder how that's going to work. We go. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna see. Is this like a new incentive, or is this something that's been no. here and we're just finding out about Apparently, it? Apparently, this is something that was uh, started back, established in 1944. Huh. Um, and and it was, it went away after the collapse of the Soviet Union in '91, and now okay. they're bringing it back. So, ah, okay, yeah, that's okay. That's the latest. Well, good luck to you, ladies over there in Russia. <laughs> go, go get your coin. Tell them to run you your money. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all in a few seconds. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at G Walt Services on Instagram. Remember, G Walt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So this past week, I had an opportunity. Those of you know that I was, I've been having some health challenges and I was cleared by my doctor to actually fly. 
So I actually got to get on the plane. I went to Chicago for a couple of days uh, for a conference. I went to a symposium for other chief learning officers and learning leaders uh, around from around the country, actually around the world. And it was just really nice. It was a nice opportunity to get away for a couple of days. But as I was walking through the airport, uh, one of the thoughts that kind of came to my mind is a thought that I want to share with you all during this segment of Heads Up. And it's titled, Don't Miss Your Flight. Again, it's titled, Don't Miss Your Flight. And, and the reason why I'm thinking about that is, <clears throat> you know, I travel a great deal. And those of you that travel a lot, you understand that, um, you know, it is a process to go through getting on a flight. Um, unless you get the opportunity to fly uh, a, pr a private jet, um, which I have not had that luxury just yet. Oh, yes, I have. I have had that luxury with Walmart, I did. Um, but other than that, um, unless you get that opportunity, uh, flying for the air with the airlines, especially lately, is pretty much of a, of a task. It's arduous. And one of the things that you will hear a lot of times is when people are talking about catching your flight, you must make sure you arrive at the airport at a certain time. you got to be prepared for what is going to meet you there at the airport. There are certain documents that you have to have in order to be able to get on the plane. There are certain things you can and can't carry on a plane. And at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is for you to be able to get on your flight, not to miss it, right? You don't want to miss your flight. And, and, and one of the things I was thinking about that is in our lives, we have a a destination that we want to get to, right? We have a purpose that we believe we've been called to do. We have a um, a pathway. Um, when you go to your job, there's a career path that you you set out for. When you go to college, there there's a reason, you know, besides the fact that you were told you just have to go to college, there's a major that you have because there is a career path that you perhaps want to do. Or maybe you're an entrepreneur. And as an entrepreneur, there's a certain amount of money you want to make as a result of your endeavor as an entrepreneur. Whatever it is in your life, one of the things you have to think about is you don't want to miss that flight. Because if I would have missed the flight that I was trying to get to in Chicago, I actually was going to be late. There was a flight that I was on and it was getting there in just enough time that if everything went as smooth as it was, I would literally have maybe 30 minutes before the start of my first session at um, at at the hotel, if I miss that flight, <clears throat> and I found this out because I was just curious as I was asking the person to check me in, if I missed the flight, the earliest I could have gotten to Chicago would have been at five o'clock in the afternoon Chicago time. At that point, I would have missed over forty percent of the reason why I was heading to Chicago in the first place. And I want you to think about that. If I hadn't gotten up early enough in the morning, if I hadn't packed my bag the day before, if I hadn't made sure that I had all my documents, if I didn't make sure that I had gas in the car, if I didn't make sure that I had made arrangements to get the parking spot that I needed at the airport and that I would get to the airport at enough time to catch my flight, I would have missed a good chunk of what it was that my purpose was for that trip. You. Y'all not hearing me right now. See, there are some things that we're trying to set out to do. And because we haven't prepared the right way, we're missing out on some things. There's some there's some money that you're missing out on being made because you didn't put the preparation in. There is some people that you are supposed to be rubbing shoulders with or having in impromptu meetings or informal meetings with. But because you didn't put the preparation in ahead of time, guess what? 
you're missing out on your flight. Y'all, I want you to understand that we have to make sure that we're taking this time of strategizing. You know, some of you may be saying, you know what, um, it's a downtime for me and, and, and I'm just resting because, you know, I've been working so hard all this time. Well, you know what, maybe just maybe you may need to be careful about how much rest you're actually taking because you're missing out on opportunities. Don't miss your flight. You you want to make sure that that the reason why something doesn't happen isn't because you didn't do what was necessary in order to make those things happen because you don't want to miss your flight. With that being said, that's your heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Woo, Christy, don't miss your flight. You are muted too, but you don't want to miss your flight. Mm-hmm. Don't miss uh, not unmuting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> See, you about to miss your flight. Because you right. unmute yourself. Christian, let me tell you, let me tell you something. Flying and, and I'm not getting any type of perks for this, although if they want to throw them out to me, they can. Um, first of all, can I tell you one of the best investments that I ever made was um the TSA pre-check. Actually, I do global entry because mm -hmm. global entry allows you um you pay for global entry. It was only like I think it's only like $20 more than pre-check. Mm -hmm. And global entry includes pre-check for five years. Right. And it allows you to be able to have to bypass passport control when you come back into the country. And there's like a handful of countries, including Aruba and a, and a few other places that if you have global entry, um, you can bypass passport control when you go there. Um, so I, I have to tell you something, that is an investment. It is it's an investment. It's worth, well it. worth it. And then the other investment, if you can, is clear. Because and, and at first I was just like, well, I'm not going to do clear because let me tell you something. Clear is nice because with the pre-check, you go in and then they li literally skip you to the head of the pre-check line. Mm. So sometimes if and BWI was nuts on Sunday morning, Sunday morning at like seven o'clock in the morning. I don't know where these people were going, but it was crazy. Mm -hmm. and, and you would think uh, airport like um, BWI wouldn't be that crowded. Uh, uh, It was nuts. And so. I'm telling you something. If, if you are a traveler and you travel, you know, more than a couple times a year, those are investments worth it. And a lot of your credit cards actually um, kind of give stipends for those things. So you can check those out. But I think that, um, you know, as we're talking about travel and talking about listeners, those are investments worth making. I tell you what. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I've heard I haven't gotten them yet, but I, mm -hmm. I was Rob and I are going away next month and. I went to try to do, I think it was the global entry, but the time I was too late because it takes like, uh, what do they say? I, I think it was like three months. Yeah, it, get, takes a, it takes a few while for it to get approved. Yeah, and, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to get it in time. So I was too late. But trust me, yeah. after this trip. You need to just go. Just go go do it, though. Go If you could get an appointment just to get it done, go do mm -hmm. it. So that way you have it because it's, it's well, it's, I'm telling you, it's where I got it right before. Um, COVID. So I didn't really get to reap the benefits of it. But you're glad you yet, got it. But I'm glad I got it because, yeah. anyway. Trust me, it's on my to-do list. <laughs> All right, what you got for us? What you got for us? 
Oh, let's see. What show? You know what? Let's just go with the. Um, oh, I, I'll go talk about this article. I know we have some moms that are listening, okay. and and you know, we're always talking about how as parents we're just tired, got a lot going on. But there's this article that talks about why mothers feel exhausted even when housework is equally divided. So mm. I am, you know, we do have a. I'm sure lots of moms out there who feel like husbands are not pulling their weight. Like they don't come home and do help with anything as far as the household dues are concerned. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's a, that's a segment, but then you have those who do get that support. The husbands are helping. Um, but this article just talks about how, even with that help, even with that support, how moms are still more exhausted than their counterparts. Mm-hmm. And that the reason behind that is because moms are always forward thinking. We're always mm-hmm. thinking, okay, um, yeah, it, we, most of the time men are focused on like today or maybe the week, right? Mm-hmm. Mom's like, okay, um, kids are going back to school in three months. They need this, that, and the third. Oh, okay, that's right. Johnny has a soccer that's starting in November and I need to make sure I have his cleats and da 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 da. So they're always like pre planning and mm-hmm. uh, forecasting what's coming mm-hmm. and trying to plan. And so they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. They're exhausted because it's not just the physical, you know, the manual labor that they're doing. It's mm-hmm. that mental wear down. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just thought that that was in, insightful and for good for moms to hear and for dads to hear um, to maybe, uh, you know, see how they can pitch in in that forecasting and in future thinking mm-hmm. about what needs to happen. So we can take some mm-hmm. of that weight off of mom, too. But I just mm-hmm. thought that article was. Pretty interesting. So how are you doing in that category, Dr. Mike, with Shavella? I don't know. I'm waiting for Shavella <laughs> to chime in and see what she got to say. She got to say. Um, you know, I mean, I I, I can understand that. You know, and it's funny because with Shavella, like, um, something will be coming up and I'll be like, oh, no, we got to do such and such. She's like, yeah, I already ordered it. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. And so it's like uh, she she does do that. And, I, and I, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, she. Ta- I mean, she takes care of me and Mike um, very well. I mean, she's always looking out, um, looking out for us. So I would give her props in that regard. And, you know, I'd like to say that we kind of share, you know, so this is, this is, I'm just going to say it. One of the things that I said, um, Mike are actually both forward, Mike and I both. Okay. So Shirella did say we're both forward thinkers. We do. Yes. I just said um, that. We kind of, we kind of think, um, forward with that. Oh, and I, she was correcting herself. Yeah, we do. We, we're thinking ahead about, different things but i mean she I, I i am impressed and some believe it or not sometimes i just i i can actually sit back and relax knowing that yeah she got it taken care of like it's one of those things that i i know that when the time comes it's going to be there um like she'll even um remind me if i'm if she knows i'm going on a trip like she makes sure that my laundry is is taken care of and all that stuff um she'll make sure that um you know, when we're like, if we're I'm going on a trip and it's time to head back home, she'll like set up the Walmart order or the uh, Amazon fresh order to arrive like shortly after we get in. Sometimes we'll even be just getting off the road and she'll be like, hey, head over to Walmart real quick to pick up our order. It's ready. Mm-hmm. And so like she always thinks about this. So that's very impressed. And, you know, bef- one of the things I will tell couples and I tell couples when I'm doing any type of premarital counseling with them or whatever, I tell them that your marriage is going don't be upset that your marriage looks different than other people's oh yeah right that everybody has their own thing that works right 
And um, and so I, you know, I just think that's something that you have to discuss. But but fellas, I do challenge you and task you with making sure that you're listening to your mate and finding out, you know, where she's at and and getting a pulse on it. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm not gonna lie. I t- I I did tell her before we got married. Um, I did say to her, I said, look, I said, do we need to add to our discretionary income um, housekeeping? Um, because you know because at the time I was traveling a lot and stuff like that. And I was just like, I don't want to have to give up my whole Saturday cleaning the house. I was reminiscing about when I was a kid, you know, all those <laughs> things and stuff. And, um, and, you know, she was like, well, no, I enjoy cleaning. So she did like, she did. Matter of fact, this is a funny story y'all. And, and I think y'all appreciate it. So Shabella tells me this, right? She says, I enjoy cleaning. Say, say less, right? Say less, it's like, right. Okay. Like, okay. Well, she can so, come over here. Right. So, so anyway, I am, and Christy, you've known me long enough to know that I get a little stubborn and I get a little set in my ways. No. And so my mother growing up, she used Spick and Span and she used Mr. Clean. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the two. This is so silly. So she used both of those. So Shavella is a pine saw girl. Like she likes pine saw. And I mean, that's just what she likes, but we never mm-hmm. use pine saw. So in my mind, I was like, pine saw isn't that good. Because my mother didn't use it. Like that's oh, just, Lord. that's just, that's just, I know it is what it is. Oh, my so we <laughs> we were in a situation <laughs> where I was like, I don't want to say I was upset, but I was just like turning my nose up at the fact that Shirella was not using Pine Saw. I mean, she wasn't using Spick and Span or Mr. Cleave. She was using Pine Saw. And one of my buddies. He said, and he called me a name. He said, you have a woman that wants to clean up after you. And you sitting here worried about what type of soap she is. <laughs> you know what, Mike? If you haven't done anything in your life, you chose wise friends that are pulling you up. Because that is the most foolish Y'all, let me tell you something. When I tell you, I was a dummy when I first got married. <laughs> Good Lord. You know what, Chavela? You all right with me, girl. <laughs> I know you wanted to wring his neck. She did it, because, you know, I'm, I'm persnickety about things. And so, yeah. And, that, and you ain't doing the cleaning. You talking about, well, don't you? I ain't even going to be the one doing most of the cleaning. Right. And, she said, and I'm sitting here bothered by what type of detergent you That just goes to show how silly. The and, point and- I make it is, that sometimes you have to pick and choose your battles about what really is important. And that was not important. That was dumb. I, it was no, not. I, I, I am willing to admit that I have my issues. My mom said, yes, it was. Shavella thanks for crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Christy. What else you got for us? Okay, here's, here's my next thing. All right. So I know a lot of people are working from home and some people are doing hybrid. But I don't know about you. But when I go into the office... Even if it's night, 100 degrees outside, I always have to take a sweater mm-hmm. into the office because mm-hmm. it's cold. It's mm-hmm. so cold. It's like mm-hmm. unbearably, uncomfortably mm-hmm. cold. Mm-hmm. I just I ran across an article that talked. I mean, the line, the it, your office AC is sexist. <laughs> Wait a minute. Pause. Uh uh-uh. uh. We're not going to do that. Why the office AC got to be sexist, though, Christy? You know what? You, you, you men, you men. Why everything got to be sexist? Because the, the AC is sexist. The AC is sexist. Let me tell you what. I know. I couldn't believe it. But this is what it says. Do you know that the 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 most public thermostats are set 
So they accommodate a 40-year-old man weighing 154 pounds. Mm. Now, what, what what scientific facts do we get from this? You want me to get, like quote the? I'm reading. No, I'm just saying. Like, what is this? Is this an op-ed or is this like I, really me, scientific? Do did people do like qualitative studies? I, I on just this? clicked on it. This is the New York Times. Chili okay. at work. Office formula was made for a man. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm not even going to be. You know, either. I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. I, you know, the more and more I um, get into organizational development and learning and leadership and just why we do some things that we do, I do realize that it's very male centric. Um, mm. It's very misogynistic, mm. actually. Really? So I will admit that. Like, even the concept of emotional intelligence um, became a big thing back in the late 90s, early 2000s, because that glass ceiling was getting broken because. There was this thought that women were just too emotional to run a business, right? But then men are just as emotional. We just display our emotions more. differently. It's yeah, I agree. More. You know, the yeah. idea of cussing folk out and, and spitting on them and telling them they're useless and worthless. I mean, that's pretty emotional too. So with that being said, I get it. I I, I, I don't deny <laughs> I don't deny that the standards um were set for that. I mean, it's it, it's like with anything. There's a um, you know, and I'm not trying to be funny, I'm not trying to start anything. But let's, it's actually, let's, we take it a step further and you want to talk to DEI. Um, mm -hmm. Look, it was set for a, I'm pretty sure that that man was white. Like actually it was, the standards were set by the, for the white male, just like mm -hmm. a lot of our health issues. Um, I think um, it's been proven um, the reason why black men um, deal with a lot with the prostate cancer more so than white men is because of the testing and stuff um, is different. Um, and so the constraints and so, yeah, I'm, and I'm not trying, y'all, I'm not trying to make this a race thing at all, but I'm just saying mm -hmm. that I'm not surprised. Um, we have a lot of things that we still do that is very male centric. Um, yes. But now yes. I know my office is cold, but Shirella is on the, the mm -hmm. a, a higher floor than I am and hers is hot. Sometimes the same can be the same day. So I just, I just, yeah, I think it just depends on the the office, although I will say mine has been cold in the summer to the point where I've had to turn on my space heater at my feet. It, yeah, yeah. Like and that's frigid. even for me. And you gotta I'm go outside not, to warm up. Yeah, I'm definitely not a 150 um, pound male. I am in my 40s. I guess that's the closest I got. Christy, <laughs> I used to work as a volunteer at my old church and I remember that the office AC was never on until the fall. So I was burning up for the summer and I was comfortable in the fall. Okay, Kevin. Now yeah. that's Colorado. So Colorado's a little different because and that's a, that's the church. That's the church. We're that's talking the about church. corporate. <laughs> We're talking about corporate places. Corporate places. Corporate yes. places. Okay. Yes. All right. All but right. yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. That is fascinating, though. Mm. So y'all need to go ahead and fix these thermostats for these ladies. Right. Um, but now, now wait a minute. Now, save now, some now, money. I, and I'm not trying to be funny though. But you know, after I know while, where you, don't I you, know where you I know where you're going. But don't y'all like need the air conditioning sometimes? Listen. I'm not trying to be this funny. Is, I know but the harmonies could be doing what they do. What we're saying is, at this time, <laughs> y'all freezing us out. <laughs> okay, we freezing. <laughs> we freezing. <laughs> Let me take a quick break on that note. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart.
Uh, so we are approaching football season, and there is a team that will not have their star quarterback for 11 games. Y'all, Deshaun Watson, they, the NFL has gone ahead and they've suspended him for most of the season, if not all of it. Mm. So I'm a, let me step back a little bit. I'm kind of confused about the whole thing, and I don't know, did I miss something? So Deshaun Watson, there's these there's these allegations, several. I, from what I understand, it's 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 not just one or two women. It's several, like in the, in the double digits, several allegations of some kind of misconduct. Mm -hmm. And I think what I think when it first happened, there was a little bit of like there was a little bit of side eyeing the whole situation because at the time it was like one or two, and it was around the same time that he was kind of disgruntled with what was going on at the with, with the tech uh, Houston's Houston Texans. Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. Yes. And um, and so there was a little bit of this. So there was the question of did they plant that? Because you know, I don't I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't trust a lot that comes out of Texas these days. Mm -hmm. Um, just this is a lot going on down there. But then, like when they hit the double digits, I was like, now wait a minute. Now all these what is really going on? And then when he got did he get traded or he got he got bought out by like he got that's he got way. waived by the, the the Texans, and then he went to Cleveland, and all this was hanging over his head, mm -hmm. and it wasn't. It didn't look like it was going to go away, but now he's suspended for most of the season. Like what? Huh? I know it's kind of been. I haven't been following it all that closely. Um, just a headline here or there, uh, but it's it's unfortunate because I remember the whole when. When um Lord, number eight, why am I not remembering our own quarterback's Lamar? name? Thank you. Woo. Lamar, he and Lamar, like they started off together and uh -huh. it was a lot of comparison. When they, you know, when Lamar first got the the job here in Baltimore, uh -huh. a lot of people were comparing the two and it was a big rivalry when they played each other and everything. And I had high hopes for Deshaun and uh -huh. you know, not against our quarterback, of course, but you know, overall. And then to hear all of this drama starting, I think it started last year. And it, I was just like, oh man. Yeah, Sean. 19, the, that went from the NFL's 19th, 19 month pursuit and 215 page investigative report Oof. to an overturned arbitration ruling to Re Commissioner Roger Goodell embracing words like egregious and predatory to describe mm -hmm. Watson. After all that, the executive said, why didn't the NFL drop the hand? I don't know. I mean, and oh, and he's fined five million dollars as proof positive. Oh my gosh, he's fine, he's not getting paid the whole season. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, what Oof. happened was he originally got suspended for six games, and the NFL appealed it, <laughs> they appealed the decision. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Ravens fan in me is excited just because that means that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to worry about Cleveland, mm -hmm. but um, but then the other part of me is just like, well, dang, what what is really going on? I just I that's don't unfortunate. Know. That's that's unfortunate. Mm. Well, good luck, Cleveland. Yeah, good luck, Cleveland. And I mean, and 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 by the way, like these women. I mean, if these if these things are true, I mean, shame on you, man. Shame oh, absolutely. You. Like you, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And um, you know. I hope you get the help that you need during this time of being off. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Well, Go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of being ashamed of yourself, you know, I, I'll never, ever, ever be ashamed of being a Christian. 
ever. Not at all. Not Never at all. will I be ashamed. No. But I'm going to tell you what I am ashamed of. I'm ashamed of some of, the, some of these Christians. <laughs> who are pro- what every week, Mike? Every week is something new, and it's not just one something new. It's like two, three things going on where somebody is popping off at the mouth, saying things up that, that are not necessary. Why are we doing this? Now we yeah. got now we got Dr. Juanita Bynum. Well, talking about if you're listening to secular music, you ain't saved. Yeah, I, why do we keep doing this? I don't know. I. And you know, and the thing about it is, it's turning people away. And then you wonder why people don't want to have anything to do with the church or anything of the church. Yeah. Like, she, well, now she, now this is the same woman that had her husband marry both of her hands. I mean, let's keep it real. He had to marry both of her hands. And, this, and he's the same one that beat her in the parking lot. Now, to be fair, I don't necessarily know what, you know, there was aspects of her that we have some issues with too. And then on top of that, the, she's the woman that, um, Whenever she goes to a hotel, she has her staff lay out her panties. Um, what? Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta find. It. I'm gonna find that link and send it to you offline. Yeah, she's Juanita. She she's. I don't know about that. She. I yeah. know. I know that she's special. Yeah, she's um, special. I did not. And know so that. yeah, so she and I and you know she hasn't been relevant for a while, and now all of a sudden she's popping back up. And I mean, so here's the other piece of it. Let's let's look. Let's look at a bit. Beyonce has brought out. A lot of this, like every time Beyonce throws something else out there, like she becomes the the um, the centerpiece of the conversation. And, you know, I want to say this, though. I don't believe that Beyonce ever claimed to be a Christian artist, did she? Well, we talked about this last week. She she, she didn't. Not that I know of. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's it's a distraction. Yeah. We're, we're getting distracted and we're allowing for things that really don't matter right? to affect things that do. Listening to secular music, I get, so I get, so I'm always the kind of person that when I listen to somebody say something, I try to get to the heart of what they may be trying to, trying to articulate and they're just not doing a good job of articulating it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And where I landed on that was, all right, I have to be careful with my relationship. There's certain things I can and can't allow my body to absorb because it just takes my focus away from what I'm supposed to be focusing on, right? So there are certain things I just I just don't listen to, right? And like there are ter- certain times where, you know, I'm in the mood, I'm not in the mood just to be listening to praise and worship music because that's just not where I'm at. So I have on my Pandora, I have um, a Neo Soul um seg- setting like it's a jill it's my jill scott but i have like the roots i have um you know R- R- raheem devon Rasheem, what is it raheem devon raheem, raheem, yeah. yeah um i have a whole bunch you know how with, with pandora you can kind of set it mm-hmm. so it sets your flavor of what you're looking for and so i have like that like one of those things that if i'm just trying to just get some work done and i need something in the background to kind of get me in a groove some i'll have jazz, that plan so jazz yeah that's what i'm saying so i don't necessarily think that listening to Christian music, we were called to actually have to listen to that all the time. I just think that there's a time and place for everything. But I do believe that we should be listening to the, you know, the Holy Spirit when it comes to certain things, getting in your airways. And I get all that. Absolutely. But to say that my my salvation, y'all, I want to hear very, I want you to hear me very clearly. The only thing that determines your salvation is accepting the gift of eternal life that Jesus Christ has given us through his death, burial, and resurrection. 
right? By accepting the fact that he died on the cross to save us of our sins, that is it. Your salvation is not determinate on what you do, what you wear, what you listen to, right? As long as you have accepted that gift of his, that's it. That's it. That's all he said. That's all he said. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That is it. That is the only condition of salvation. Thank you. All this other extra, I got to dress a certain way. I got to talk a certain way. I got to breathe a certain way. You, First of all, you cannot actually physically be the standard on your own of godliness. You just can't. You could never live up to it on your own. So let's keep that real. And it's accepting the gift. That's it. So all this other hogwash, and I don't care who bishop, archbishop, I don't care what your rank is. If you wrong, you wrong. That's it. That's it. And I think a lot of the times we confuse, you know, salvation and sanctification. Mm -hmm. And we can have a whole dialogue. We don't have time left in the show for this. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and yeah, salvation does lead to sanctification. Mm -hmm. That's the next step. Mm -hmm. um, and people are in different areas in their lives with their mm -hmm. sanctification. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not damning you to hell or mm -hmm. telling you you're not saved because you listen to, to some you Beyonce. Now, mm -hmm. if you are, if you listen to it, and I'll go back to what you were saying, we do have to protect our eye gates and our ear mm -hmm. gates. That's important mm -hmm. because that type of stuff can influence us. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, if we have the Holy Spirit that resides within us, mm -hmm. then, you know, that's what we have that for. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 the generalization Mm -hmm. Generally, I can't say it. Generalizations, that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say, that are being made are so dangerous. Mm -hmm. They're extremely they're so, dangerous. They're so dangerous. And, and I'm not saying we don't have a standard. Absolutely, we do. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just think we got to be careful. These pulpits and social media is going to get a lot of people in trouble. In trouble. In trouble because you're saying these things and you're sending it out to people who are immature who just don't understand what it is that you're really saying. And the, the sad thing about it is these people are living by it, like they are they're going crazy over it. And and to be honest with you, this and so we're talking about it from this standpoint, but this is also something about this Christian nationalism, same thing, mm -hmm. right? Same idea, this whole idea of Christian nationalism. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe that there were, I do believe that God was in the development of the United States. I believe all that, but I don't believe that the folk that were writing the constitution, all of them were, had the best ideas of what things were supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? And so this idea that, um, you know, I, if I'm, if I'm going to be a truly a Christian, I have to abide by certain things and it, no, we got to be careful of that too. Cause that's, 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 that's scary. Legalism is Staring is around, and what happened to the grace? I thought, yeah, what happened to the grace? Grace, oh, my God, grace. Where Ooh. will we be without it? Woo! Come on now. <laughs> Watch yourself. All right. Okay, we ain't gonna go there. Is no, it time we ain't for gonna a break? go there today because you about to say it's time for a break because you about to heat up some things. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. 
Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Vince said some people follow fools blindly. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. That's on both ends. On all ends. ends. Yep. All Mm -hmm. ends. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. Where would we be without that grace? All right. What else we got, Christy? Because we got a whole bunch. Okay. Well, we got a couple more things. Um, Well, so let's talk about, we know the real estate, real estate has been really big, you know, Mm -hmm. lately. Mm -hmm. Things are, it was real, it was real, real hot. Now the real estate is cooling off. Cooling down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Still boxing people out you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's a mess mm-hmm. uh, well this this maryland and we've heard this story before but it keeps happening um this maryland couple uh went to they had their house appraised um as as who they were a black couple and they were appraised at one amount mm-hmm. then they whitewashed their house i think they had a friend who was white you know do do the appraisal again with some with another company or maybe the same company. I don't remember what the specific details were. And the house was appraised three hundred thousand dollars more. Same house, same area, same location. Mike, you asked when we talked about this in pre-production. Why is this happening? And like we know why it's happening. It, but it is still, it's still mom. It's mind-boggling. Like, there's no, nobody is, nobody's getting it. Like, can we just stop? Can we just stop? And you're silent. (laughs) I think think the more and more people will just start owning that this is a thing. I think we'll 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 clear this hurdle. Like I think we'll we'll actually turn the curve, turn the bend, whatever whatever you want to say. I just come on, y'all. Let's let's own it. Let's just own that this is a thing. Like this is real. Like let's just stop stop trying to do a job of erasing the fact that this is a thing. And I mean, then stop looking at me. Stop looking at me like I'm crazy when I'm giving you the side eye. Because, you know, I'm still wondering where you at. Because the receipts are piling up. Like, we got receipts. I'm just saying. I mean, stuff like this, I mean, there's a set criteria. There's a rubric. Like, you, you shouldn't even be going off the rubric. Like, it's like, it's a rubric. There's certain things that you're looking for. Why Why is the number changing? It's, because of who the, the owner is. Why is that a different? What is the difference? <laughs> what is the? It's the same house. The same house, and three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, that's not a. That's, I mean, that's not a mistake. Like, how do you? No. That's like three pages of the of the appraisal form that you just forgot to fill out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I have nothing. I just don't understand why that why that's a thing. I mean, I understand why that's a thing, but I, I just why is it still a thing? It's it's yeah, it, why it, is it, it, it still it, it, a thing? You, you were talking about the 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 moms who are. are are fatigued and tired mm. and exhausted. I am fatigued and tired and exhausted of having this conversation. Yeah. I'm just being real. I, yeah. I I am drained. I am drained when I have to keep having this conversation with folk. 
because we have the same conversation at work too. We have the same I conversation had, at work. I just had this conversation at work yesterday in a DEI, you know, mm-hmm. discuss, you know, uh, mm-hmm. what do we, what do they call it? Um, uh, I, I forgot what I call it, called it, but we just got together to talk about things like this. And it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, I mean, I think the only difference between now and probably 20 years ago is that we're talking about it, mm-hmm. but it's still the same. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and some, some better news in Maryland, there was a Maryland dog that mm-hmm. saved its whole family from a fire. House from a fire. fire. You were telling me about yeah, that. I thought the dog was just, you know, normal time, like, shut up, dog. Stop barking. Stop barking. Yeah, yeah. Well, this bark, this dog was barking, 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 and awoke his whole family and saved the family from the fire. Isn't oh, that amazing? That is amazing. Well, you know what? They they have a, a seventh instinct. I um I was thinking about, remember we had the earthquake several years ago here mm-hmm. in Maryland? Mm-hmm. Um, so we had just gotten Reggie. I think Reggie was maybe, well, Mike wasn't here yet. So Reggie, I don't even think was a year old. And um, he was just a barking, a barking, a barking. And at the time, we were on the third floor of our apartment that we were in, in Towson. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on the phone with like my case manager for um, one of the companies I worked for. And we were just talking through something. And Reggie was just, ruff, 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 ruff. And all of a sudden, stuff started shaking. Stuff mm-hmm. started shaking, and at that point, he stopped barking because he was just like, "I tried to tell y'all." Right. <laughs> see, he was see, like, Reggie, "I tried to tell y'all." Reggie said, "I felt that in my shining eye." Yes, he felt, he, 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 <laughs> he felt that thing. I'm telling you, he felt it. Like animals just have that that instinct. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I remember being in um in Ohio because I went to college in Ohio, and I remember driving up the road, and all of a sudden, you see the cows laying down, and all of a sudden, it started raining. And you know, people were like, "Yeah, cows, they because they out there, they they've got to protect their space, so they lay down and they like sit down on the ground, and very rarely do they sit down. Right? And they were sitting down on the ground because it was about to rain, so they had to make sure that place was dry. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, the whole study of just what animals do. Wow, um, that's amazing. Just to just to kind of give you a heads up, I just think that's amazing, and that you know, and I'm not trying to be deep or anything like that, but it just goes to just show how. Um, how awesome God is! Like He just He made creation like that. Like I just I, when I hear about things like that, I'm just like, how can you deny that there's a God? You know, I just I really would would I, you know question that. I I, I hear you, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. So and and, and speaking of dogs, <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. You better go ahead with your segue. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. I agree, cereal. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, before oh. we talk about Snoop Dogg cereal, okay. Kevin said dogs are amazing creatures. I agree. I, am, I know. I'm a huge fan of dogs. But go ahead, go ahead. So Snoop Dogg has a Snoop Dogg. Listen, let me tell you something. Snoop has reinvented himself. I'm I mean, scared though. He, I'm scared. I'm scared I, know. To ask. I know where you. I know we about to go. I'm scared to ask. So are these he got like his own is, cereal. So is this a cereal that you could buy a giant, or is this a cereal that you gotta go to a, a repository to get? It says. A... <laughs> You are crazy. It says that it's um he said that we're taking over the grocery stores. Oh um and let me see. Let me see. I'm trying to see it doesn't say where they will be sold exactly what grocery stores. Um, but the the, the name of the cereal is called Snoop Loops. Uh-uh. So and it has marshmallows. Oh Okay. It's a gluten-free multi-grain cereal. Oh, so it's supposed to be healthy. Well, 
just because it's gluten free and multi grain doesn't necessarily. Let's see how much sugar's in it. <laughs> I'm with you, but you know they always do but, the gluten free and the, all mm-hmm. that stuff to make it be healthy. Yes, it just means it's tasteless to me. But that's another conversation. And apparently, um, Master P is a uh, a co-founder of the this line of cereal. Snoop Loops. Snoop Loops. So instead of Fruit Loops, you can get Snoop Loops. Oh, and the little um, the if y'all, you got to look up the uh, the package. The uh, the dude that the little animal is like a blue, a bluish thing. Yeah, it's like a. I guess it's a dog. It's a cute little okay. dog. Yeah, you gotta check it out. So I'm proud of him. You know, just Loops, keep on. You just go ahead and make your legacy great. <laughs> you know what? I I like I well. I've always been a fan of um, Snoop Dogg. Um, Me too. I've always been a fan of Snoop Dogg, and um, I yeah, I, I'm all in when he gets to like do those things. I like his gospel album, um, actually, mm-hmm. um, when his gospel album came out. So yeah, so Snoop, go ahead, Snoop Dogg, with your bad self. That is awesome. Yes, yes. Oh Lord, have mercy. Well, I tell you what, let's go ahead and take one last break, and then we're gonna come back with our head blown segment. Focused on photo, versed in video. For any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. Well. There is, as always, we try to give you a head blown, like just the, you know, just the head blown emoji. <sighs> what we got today, Christy? No, but you want me to introduce it? Okay. You so, don't have okay. to introduce it. I can introduce it. For Go me. ahead. You do it. You do it. So um, there was a situation back in the in the country of Turkey earlier this month where a young little girl was playing around with a snake and the snake decided that he had had enough or she had had enough and bit her on her lip. But guess what? That was not the end of the story. Mm-hmm. The girl bit the snake back. Ah! And not only did she bite the snake back, but she killed the darn thing. The thing is dead. <laughs> the thing is dead. Listen, sis said, I'm not the one. She said, if you, you bite me, then it. I'll bite you back. <laughs> Listen, and we all have had experiences with toddlers and their teethuses. That's a serious and, bite. And, and look, and when they find something that hits them gums right, mm-hmm. they they go to town. So the snake, I bet you other snakes will learn. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty so, phenomenal. I mean, how does that, how, so, uh, you know, my mind is, my mind ain't right. So, like, what happens after that? Like, so, you know, I mean, does she have to get tested? Like, well, she's already going to get tested because she's bitten by the, t- the snake. So, the snake is bitten I mean, her and she bit the snake. I mean, just that's, hey, I mean, that's, businesses. that's a rep. I mean, can you imagine like going to school with the girl that bit the snake? I mean, she's that's a, just she's a gangster. She about to be notorious for the rest of her life. Like, she ain't going to have no problems at least through the 12th grade. Like, nobody going to mess with her. Snake biter. Listen, I'm thinking back. Look, you went to Deer Park. I went to Old Court in middle school. I can only just imagine if the snake biter came through the hallway, like the whispers. Right. The rep. 
she done bit the she done bit the snake. <laughs> anyway, you know what, y'all? We love y'all. Y'all are awesome. Thank you for tuning in with us. Make sure you bite the snake. Oh, I guess we gotta give the disclaimer. Folks, do not try this at home. Please right? don't. I, I don't want to hear no. I got the idea to bite the snake back um, because y'all heard it on our show. Um, <laughs> Kevin says snakes are very dumb and scary too. I don't know about the dumb part, Kevin. I think they pretty they pretty smart, the ones I've interacted with mm-hmm. or seen. So, But anyway, we love y'all on purpose. Uh, we can't wait to see y'all next time. With that being said, I wish all the best that God has for you. Peace. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week. <laughs>